Guys, welcome back to Triggered with Don Jr. Tonight I have a feeling, a really good feeling, and this is based on just the reaction in general that we may blow up the internet. Uh, we have an awesome guest, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be joining us, and we're going to talk all things uh, conspiracies. We're going to talk some of the insanity of the, the crap that they've thrown at her. Uh, we're going to talk about you know, being inside the room of all of these things from January 6th up until the recent craziness in, in Congress with uh, Kevin McCarthy and the Speaker's race. But before we get to there, we're going to do a little news of the week, okay, guys? Uh, in news that I literally saw pop up about 45 minutes ago from an article in Aviation Week, they're reporting that one of the objects shot down by heat-seeking missiles by Joe Biden actually happened to be a school project from, wait for it, folks, the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. Not, in fact, aliens. Uh, and what's really interesting is while Joe Biden seems to have shot down some kid's science project with a $400,000 Sidewinder missile, actually 800000 because they missed, apparently, the first time, was what we were reading, uh, he allowed China to fly a spy balloon over the country for days. We also have seen evidence since last week and this week that they actually were watching these balloons go up in the air from wherever they were taking off. So they knew about it well in advance. So they allowed China to do it. But a kid, a kid, his science project got shot out of the air with an $800,000 worth of missiles. Because Joe Biden only responded to the Chinese balloon because he was bullied into actually acting by the internet. He wasn't going to do anything. Our enemies have watched while an incompetent geriatric fool like Joe Biden allows the Chinese to get away with it. Our enemies are watching and our allies are watching. Our enemies are laughing their asses off. Our allies are scared shitless that we won't be there because we're missing leadership. Okay, so remember, guys. Joe Biden let a Chinese spy balloon fly through there, but they shot down like a $12 science project to show that he was tough. You know, it's like Joe Biden's the biggest paper tiger in the world. You know, he's a big tough guy in front of the cameras. Remember, he's going to take Trump behind the barn. Joe Biden can barely walk. We've seen that as evidenced by the fact that he can't walk up a flight of stairs. So now it looks like he's shooting kids science projects out of the sky. But China, no, 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 they get a pass. So while Biden was busy, shooting down anything that flies, America's infrastructure is crumbling and falling apart like we've never seen before. People are finally paying attention to what's going on with the disaster in East Palestine, Ohio, where a train carrying hundreds of thousands of pounds of toxic chemicals derailed, and people can't even go into their homes. You're seeing the videos. Fish are dying in rivers. Dog packs are dying in the streets. Chickens are dying all over this. Yet the people who are staying silent on this, namely our mainstream media, were really, really vocal that plastic straws were going to be the greatest threat to our environment. Why are they silent? Why are they not talking? You would think that a toxic cloud that looks like a remake of the Hiroshima and Nagasaki you know, atomic bombings over Ohio would be a problem. You would think that, what is this, like the fifth trail derailment in a couple of days? You'd think that would be a problem. You'd think that someone would have the balls to ask the question, I don't know, do you think maybe this is a foreign government retaliating, say, for 
what seems to be like America's act of war in taking out the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, if in fact that was true? Do we think that uh, literally within days of that happening, all of a sudden there's all these derailments, all these toxic spills, whether it's Detroit, I guess that was today, uh, whether that was Ohio, whether it was the other one in Houston. I mean, have we seen more train derailments than this? And rather than talking about that, rather than talking about our crumbling infrastructure, rather than talking about possible uh, hostile acts, rather than talking about a disaster chemical like our uh, you know, Chernobyl, perhaps, where stuff's just dying in the vicinity and our people are totally silent, Transportation Secretary Mayor Pete, the most incompetent person perhaps in government, but certainly the most incompetent transportation secretary in history, wasn't in Ohio. He wasn't at the train derailment sites all over the country. In fact, our transportation secretary wasn't even talking about transportation. But look what he was talking about this week. To work with your contractors, uh, to work with your community colleges, on building a workforce that reflects the community. We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees the project come to them, but everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, uh, you know, doing, doing the good paying jobs, don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. You can build community wealth that will help close wealth gaps in this country if we can tear down those barriers. But that happens at the delivery level. Uh, so yeah, we're not going to worry about toxic chemicals destroying our country. We're not going to worry about the environment. We're not going to worry about the things that transportation secretaries should worry about. We're going to worry about the fact that like hardworking construction people were white. Because that's your job, right, Pete? Everything's racist in his world because he's only in that position because of identity politics, not competence, not anything. He was a small town mayor that no one ever heard of who got to run for president because he checked the box that he was gay. Then, because he was in that race, they had to give him a real job where countless Americans depend on it, like 350 million Americans. And rather than actually put someone competent in the role, they gave you Pete. And look what happens. We have racist roads, we have a supply chain crisis, and we have no one overseeing train derailments like we've never heard before. And again, the environmental screamers, the people that talk about everything, that you're committing some sort of genocide because you had a plastic straw, seem to have no problem with a black cloud all over central Ohio because they don't care about working Americans. Those aren't their voters. If this was over DC, there'd be some action. But you know what? Pete's gonna talk about somehow white construction workers being racist because there's not enough diversity. Now, Pete, since you've clearly never been on a construction crew before, and I have, and so has our guests, but you realize like they're often disproportionately minority. They're often very mixed ethnicity. And the only thing that you wouldn't understand is they're also really hard workers. But again, a guy like you, you're not focused on that. You're probably too busy chest feeding, leaving 350 million Americans in the lurch while you go on paternity leave and don't tell anyone. You know what? That's a wonderful thing.
If you run a small business and you can do it, if you're maybe a kindergarten teacher, if you're the transportation secretary of the United States sitting in a cabinet where 350 million Americans are depending on you during a supply chain crisis, you go to work. I understand that's a foreign concept to you, my friend, but you should learn it because America is suffering because of your incompetence. So while we're on the subject of competence, let's talk about the World Health Organization, who, for example, this week alone, decided to stop the investigations into the origins of COVID while they were conducting crucial studies in China. I wonder why that is. Shockingly, you would think the World Health Organization would want to get to the bottom of this. It sort of feels like that would be their job. And yet, no interest. Uh, because, of course, it came from China. Because, of course, it originated in the places that we know it originated. And, of course, because they're on China's payroll. These incompetents don't belong in health. They don't belong in power. They don't belong in government. And the fact that they would shut down the investigation at a crucial time tells you everything you need to know. Remember, folks, your conspiracy theorist friend who's been batting about a thousand for the last few years, those are the people that have been vilified, demonized, and yet the actions of these people tells you everything you need to know. Instead, the public health community is really concerned, really concerned about a major issue. One that in 2023 should be top on our list. So take a look at this video. It's very disturbing put out by the federal government just two days ago. It's a video training preschoolers with autism how to wear masks in 2023. Like this has been over other than the lunatic leftists who's still wearing a mask by themselves in their car. This thing's been over for a while. Watch for yourself. Face. Oh, oh, honey, do you want to take your mask off? Oh, look, why don't we practice wearing it for just a little bit first, okay? Uh, Fluffster? Oh, of course. Fluffster and I will both practice with you. Here. Just wear it while I count to five, okay, honey? F Fluffster, are you ready? Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four, five. five. What's wrong with these people? By the way, no good comes from sowing distrust of our doctors and our medical professions, but they're the ones doing this. How do you in good faith put your hands, your children's well-being, their safety in the hands of people that are still talking about this stuff like two and a half years after it was a thing when everyone knows they're totally ineffective? What's their problem? What's their end game? And if you're not asking yourself that, you've got a bigger problem. Just look at some of the stuff these scientists are prioritizing, okay? The Times of London, okay, this week just reported that so-called experts are saying that it's problematic now to say female instead of egg-producing. Egg-producing is the proper language for female because we don't want to offend someone in the point oh 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 one percent of the trans community that decided to become a female this week. That's what we're basing our decisions on. It's not rational. No one's gonna go around saying, you know, my egg producing counterpart. Like it doesn't work. They're bastardizing the English language. And it but it means that 
You can be a woman with a penis. And if you dare call someone out for that question, they act as if you're the crazy one. Check out this clip from a recent hearing in the Arkansas State Legislature. You said that you're a trans woman. A trans female, yes, ma'am, sir. Do you have a penis? That's horrible. Yeah. You're the one you're the one that brought that into the discussion. Yeah, folks, that's horrible. Yet these are the same people that want to be talking to your toddler in preschool about just that. You can't ask them that question, but they can sit there and want to legislate and make sure that children can be indoctrinated with their bullshit, that they can be force-fed this crap, that parents can't possibly know about it because that would somehow be terrible, because there's a constant barrage and attack on our children and our people and our morals and our decency, and it never seems to end. Remember, these are the people that want to be jamming this stuff down your children's throats. But if you ask them about it, oh, it's terrible, it's indecent. You can hear the outrage. And yet when you look at the people, you should be outraged that these are the people that were gonna be indoctrinating your children. So if you thought that that in and of itself was insane enough, which of course it is, our top diplomat in Afghanistan, a woman by the name of Karen Decker, tweeted from the Afghan embassy account that, quote, are Afghans familiar with hashtag black girl magic and the movement it inspired? Do Afghan girls need a similar movement? What about Afghan women? Teach me, ready to learn. I mean, with that mentality, you can understand how Joe Biden and his administration lost Kabul in about minutes. You can understand just how stupid they are. Just so you understand, in Afghanistan, less than 10% of the population has internet access. You think that they're gonna know what hashtag black girl magic is? Do you think that that's something that's gonna be trending there and they're gonna figure out? This is what our embassy is worried about in Afghanistan? It literally has one of the lowest internet usage rates in the world and yet, they're not playing to the people they're, they're serving or the American people. They're playing to the woke media, pretending that this is something important. You don't think that people in Afghanistan have more important things to worry about? You don't think that after leaving them 86 billion in equipment that the Taliban, I'm sure, is using and weaponizing against decent people to suppress their freedoms, their, their religion, if it's not exactly what the Taliban wants, their education, the same people that forced women and young girls into sexual slavery and burned journalists and threw homosexuals off buildings. Yeah, yeah, hashtag black girl magic. It's gonna be big, guys. It's gonna be huge. It's a clown show. It's a clown show. Our so-called elites are morons. They're focused on nonsense while the world is collapsing at their feet due to their incompetence and due to their mismanagement. And it never ends. As a final thought, just so you understand just how deranged and how pervasive this is, they're even going after the nuclear family, where as a state lawmaker in South Dakota was actively attacking the conservative group, the Family Heritage Alliance. First of all, if you're a legislator in South Dakota, probably not great for your constituency. You know, maybe in California you could get away with this, but. Imagine attacking 
a group called the Family Heritage Alliance for promoting families with a married mom and dad. God forbid, folks! Let's make sure we have trans keepers to make sure that everyone can grow up understanding all of these things. Um, Aaron Healy tweeted, Extremist group Family Heritage Alliance said this morning that the safest place for kids are in families that have a married mom and dad. What a dangerous and un-American belief. Really? Like, I would think that based on literally every statistic I've ever seen, that those kids do much better when you actually have parentless homes or fatherless families. Those things statistically do not work well. And yet this lawmaker called someone who believes that a nuclear family would maybe be important, called them an extremist group. Why are the far-left freaks so hell-bent on destroying your family and your life? Why are they trying to undermine the stability of the nuclear family? These are all questions, and maybe we'll talk with Marjorie about these. Because okay? I think we got a lot to unpackage in this one. But before we get there, and we're about to, I just want to thank our sponsors, okay? Uh, Max Refund, awesome company. These are guys, honestly, it takes balls to sponsor a show like this. I'll just say that right off the bat, right? Because I'm sure they'll try to cancel me as they have Marjorie and everyone else. So if you're a small business, okay, if you have W-2 employees, you can now qualify for up to $26,000 per employee. That's possible through a program called ERC. This is not a loan, and if you qualify, you don't even have to pay it back. So go check out the Patriots at Max Refund, who are experts in ERC, and will ensure that you can secure the maximum amount of money that you deserve on your ERC refund, okay? Just visit maxrefund.com slash Don Jr. to qualify today. And I want you to do that part. Let them know if they have the guts to go and support a show like this, let them know that your business is coming from that. So if you're a small business, you're probably watching the show. If you're a small business, you're probably not watching CNN because in all fairness, how many people that actually run small businesses would watch that garbage? So go check it out. Uh, go to Max Refund slash Don Jr. so they know it comes from here, and I really appreciate it. Okay, I also wanna make sure to thank Gold Co. Uh, right now, it's looking like 2008 all over again, folks, right? Millions of Americans have watched their retirement savings disappear. We're watching inflation go through the roof. Gold and silver can protect your retirement savings from inflation and ultimately the dollar devaluation that's happening on a daily basis, right? You can roll over your 401k or IRA into precious metals and safeguard your savings tax and penalty free. The US dollar's lost 85% of its purchasing power since 1971, so Owning tangible, physical, and inflation hedging gold and silver can help diversify your portfolio. Uh, from precious metals, IRAs, to direct purchases of gold and silver, Gold Co. has helped thousands of Americans diversify and protect their retirement savings. So support companies who support you instead of those companies who hate your guts and would put you in the gulags. Go check them out at donjuniorgold.com to learn more. Again. Don Jr. Gold, D-O-N-J-R Gold.com. Check them out. And again, take the time to support the businesses that share your values, the ones that don't hate your guts and aren't going to take your hard-earned dollars and go stick it to some company that's going to be funding the leftist lunatics uh, who don't believe in family, who are pushing a trans agenda, who are doing all the things that we talk about on this show. So with that, I want to welcome 
our guest, uh, the incredible MTG. I mean, you have an acronym. Uh, they, if they're giving you an acronym, they must really hate you. Because it usually goes either loved or hate, right? AOC is loved. Now, she's one of the dumbest people in Congress, maybe Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. Yeah, she's um, definitely pretty dumb. It, it's hard to believe, right? It's, like, shocking. It is. And yet, she is, like, a lauded voice of that side. Uh, and then when you talk common sense things and you talk small business as someone who has run a small business, as someone who has operated a construction company, as someone who understands these things, they vilify you. Oh, of course. Of course they vilify us because it's what you were just talking about. They label anyone that is for traditional family values, um, any, any American that has pursued the American dream, uh, such as a small business owner, and that's most businesses in mm -hmm. our country, they label us extremists. And if we stand up to the radical left, well, we're the worst people on the planet. But where someone like AOC, she gets lifted up, supported. Um, they, they just, you know, just can't say enough nice things about her. But yet she's one of the dumbest people serving in Congress. Yeah, like they, they didn't understand, even when, uh, like the, she didn't understand how tax breaks work. So she scared away Amazon and like tens of thousands of high paying jobs in an area that needs it and all of it. And yet... Like, great hero. I'm like, I don't know. Like, that yeah, seems no. like exactly opposite of what you'd want to do. No, Dawn, think about her. So she graduated from college, and it wasn't just a community college. I mean, this is a girl that didn't grow up that poor. Oh, no, right? no. They do that. She's yeah. from Brooklyn or a queen. Yeah. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. She grew up in Westchester County. Like, she went to school. Like, like I lived in Westchester County. Like, it's a little different, you know? So it's a nice neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it ain't exactly uh, the, the streets like they're trying to pretend. Right, right. So she's lying to her district, lying to her voters about what her background is. She got a very nice education. Um, she was a bartender, and I really respect bartenders. They work very, very hard. I did it myself. Yeah. I did it myself. I moved to Colorado after I graduated from the Wharton School of Finance right. to get some stuff out of my system, and I worked at it. But that was an amazing conversation with my father, by the way. Like, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, your dad? Oh, oh he's it was like, brutal. wait, what are you doing? You know, yeah, it, was, it was like, wait a minute, like, you went to work, like, when are you starting to work? He's like, well, I'm driving out west. So I was cut off. The only thing that they didn't cut off because they forgot was my gas card. So I had a car and a gas card. And so I'm the guy that, like, lived off gas station sushi for, like, a year. So, like, it's you know. It's not so bad, it everybody. It could be worse. Yeah. You know, it's not ideal. But, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I get it. But it's like, it also... You know, that aspect of it didn't qualify me to make trillion-dollar decisions or to get up on a stage and be no. lauded by the media as you know a great financial thought leader like they do with AOC when it's clear she doesn't even understand what they're talking about. She has no clue what they're talking about, and you're right. It doesn't give her the qualifications to literally change our economy, and that's my issue with her. So the first time I challenged her to a debate is I said, hey, I, I really want to debate you about the Green New Deal. Because my understanding of it is it, it completely changes the trajectory of our country, changes how our country uses energy. Um, and I don't think she's qualified to be the one to force that to happen. Yeah. So I had a really big problem with her. I challenged her on this. I said, look, I'm a small business owner. I'm very successful. Um, you know, I've managed a company. I've, I've managed employees. I've gotten a lot of things done. I'm also a mom. I have three kids. So I really care about the future of this business. I said, all you've ever done in your life is be a bartender, which again, I respect bartenders, so please don't take that as an insult. I think AOC makes most bartenders look bad. But I said, so I really wanna debate you, and I think we could show the country the, the difference of the two sides. Mm -hmm. You obviously are stupid, know nothing, and don't know what you're talking about, and I'd like to show America uh, how you're wrong. 
but she can't she can't do it and she talked to me like a high schooler yeah and yet the media like you'll you'll put out a viable challenge of a colleague mm -hmm. and like media won't be like okay let's hear yeah. this out i mean because i get i got this a lot like who are you to question Hunter Biden? He's a Yale-trained lawyer. Oh my God, like his dad was like on the education uh, board. Like I'm sure there was no one, you know, no strings pulled to make this happen. But like, nope, I'll debate Hunter Biden. Like, let's let's make this happen. I'll have him come be, on the show. We can talk about any of these things. But there, so who great. do you are to think that you could debate this guy? I was like, I'm here. If I'm so stupid, yeah, you should do it we because it's a, it's a grand a slam, series. right? Like, we should have a debate series. We should have a debate series. You debate Hunter. I'll debate AOC. Yeah. Um, we know your dad is going to destroy yeah, Joe well, he, Biden. He's I mean, going to debate everyone. <laughs> Joe, Joe doesn't know where he is. He won't even know who he's debating. Yeah. So. But but yet, you know, they talk, and then it's like, well, they say no, they won't do it. I'm like, again, if it's so easy, just do it. They can't. Well, but they're not they're not capable of it. But that's they have that machine mm -hmm. sort of backing them up. So I, I want to talk, because it was sort of fascinating. I've learned this more as I've gotten to know you. Like, you know, you were actually sort of, a long time, I don't want to say conservative activist, but someone who tried to make a difference. Like way before you ran, I, I mean, I thought that so many of the things, that stories uh, that I've heard from you were like, oh, like when you started running, it's like, no, 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 like you were organizing marches and this for right. basic stuff. You were one of the original people, like before it was like cool, you know, going against like the trans story, you know, drag queen oh, story. Yeah. Like, how did you start? Because people have to understand that. It wasn't like you just, well, I'm running for Congress because it was my turn. Like. You were fed up and you did something about it. Mm -hmm. You saw something else and you got pissed off and you did something about mm -hmm. it. You organized people and finally were like, you know what, I gotta just do this. I mean, because that's real. It wasn't, you weren't like a recruited actor. Like, no, not uh, at all. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I made a lot of mistakes along the way because I wasn't recruited and because I didn't have like big, powerful organizations or well funded organizations mm -hmm. behind me. I didn't have anybody. I just was uh, a regular American that couldn't believe what was happening in Washington. It didn't make sense to me. And I thought, well, you know, if I walk into a member of Congress's office or a senator's office and I talk to them about red flag gun laws and I say, hey, I'm a gun owner, I'm a taxpayer, I'm a business owner, and I don't, can you please not vote for this? This, this, uh, this would destroy our second amendment and it's so important to protect it. I truly believed that they would listen to me and I believed that I could solve the problem. Yeah. I was very naive and I was very wrong. Um, you know, I didn't have like Black Lives Matter uh, type group where where millions of dollars were being funded through the DCCC well, and, and stolen. Website. You know, and, and, and well, if they stolen, were stolen and you were a part of it, you'd be in jail, unlike them, right? <laughs> they get to live in homes and you know mansions right. in Bel Air. Right. I'm a right wing extremist. Yes. Of course, we all go to yes. jail. Yes. You we know, are, that's it, how that goes. It's a little bit different. Totally. And then, like AOC, she's an actress, and she had a group. I think it was the Young Turks and others, totally funding her campaign um, and making her look like an activist when she really was an actress. Um, I organized a march in Washington, D.C. on Facebook saying, let's go, let's go show Washington. We want the wall. Oh, they, really... they wish they canceled you like so yes. much earlier than they did. <laughs> they, they, they don't want to create another MTG, but we need like a thousand of you because that's that's what, what it was. I mean, you started. Yeah. Talk about those. I, I know the original one you started one. There was a drag queen story hour across from like the two <laughs> churches in your small town in Georgia. Oh, yeah. And you sort of mobilized against that. And then you took it further and, yes. and sort of kept. So this was like an organic process that got you 
into the yeah. halls of Congress. Yeah, shocking news, everyone. I was a mom that was very offended by men dressing like women, wanting to read confusing books to children. In well, the you're library. obviously racist, right? Because that, oh, that, that's that makes the me the worst right? person. You're a terrible I mean, human being. That maybe I don't want to expose my children to this as no, babies. No, absolutely not. I I was one of those in 2019, one of those parents that couldn't believe this was happening in our local library. I thought for sure if I told the city council, if I told you know the churches next door, if I told people, hey, there's a there's a guy, this man, um, he's dressed up as a drag queen, which you know who cares if adults watch drag queen shows? That's not the issue. This is about kids, and so I believed if I went in there and told everybody, hey, let's make this stop, that again they would stop because it's the right thing to do to protect kids from from gender confusing books because yeah. there's only two genders, male and female. But I, I couldn't make it stop. That was what was shocking. That was in 2019. People hear about this all the time now. And, oh, Don, I do want to tell you this. There's a lot of COVID funding that funded Drag Queen uh, Storytime and a lot really? of it. Oh, yeah. That, so what, that's okay, what so we uncovered this Part in, of this show is like exposing oversight. these sorts of things that the media, you know, even mm -hmm. conservative media, well, that's mm -hmm. a hot button issue because we don't want the trans mafia coming after us or whatever. I don't whatever care it about be. the trans mafia. Oh, I know you don't care. Yeah. So how do we get people to understand that? Because... I feel like that's the thing you got to write your congressmen, your mm -hmm. senators, and like if there's money that's earmarked for that in COVID well, relief funds while we're going through an inflation crisis, like while yes. we're, while gas prices, while Americans are suffering. And by the way, it's only getting worse. You're seeing mm -hmm. what's going on with interest rates. You're going to have resetting mortgage. Like we're on the cusp of a disaster. Right. Right. And there's funds to fund this from our federal dollars. Yep. Like it's insane. Yep. Like that's that, right. that we would even think about it, but also that. Like, mm -hmm. I'm hearing it for the first time from you. Yeah, so, and people like, need where to Where are the conservatives this. talking about this stuff? Well, we talked about it for the first time on our oversight committee because we just had a hearing two weeks ago, mm -hmm. and we did it about the PPP loans, um, you know, waste, fraud, and abuse from the CARES Act. And remember, the CARES Act was really important. The whole country was shut down. Small businesses yep. could not make it. They were shutting down. People were people needed this money to pay their employees. It wasn't to make themselves rich, pay their employees. But there was tons of money stolen. Mm -hmm. um, hundreds of millions of dollars went overseas, yep. went to foreign organizations. But here's what we discovered in the process. There were... You know, I don't even know the total amount, but millions of dollars that went little by little to all these drag queen story times and drag queen shows. And it was in the name of COVID, COVID shutdowns, because they were being shut down. But I want to point something out to you that's really interesting. So you think about the time span there, all this money, your taxpayer dollars, by the way, if you're watching, was going to drag queen shows and, and drag queen story times that were shut down because. After all, that's the most important thing kids need to learn when their school was shut down, right? Yeah, of course. To, I mean, yeah. not math no. or like God, no. science. And I don't mean science like Fauci science. Right. I mean like actual science. Yeah, or they need like the man with none the of beard. those things, right? Yeah. Our kids are growing up illiterate. They're graduating. Mm -hmm. We have one of the worst. Now, that's also the teachers' unions. I'm mm -hmm. sure you have a lot to say about that. Oh, tons, yeah. Um, but we have one of the great underperformances in education in the world, spending more money, of course, because it's all wasted and it's all owned by these right. special interest groups, and it's all controlled by the teachers' unions, and they're funding the Democrats who are pushing this shit, and it never ends. Never ends. Um, but we're like 28th in the world, spending more per capita than any country in the world, and yet we're worried about making sure that we fund Drag Queen Story Hour and not, like, getting not a kid who's failing in school. math, basic math skills. 100%. Now kids are behind. But also look at the timeline. So this money was going to these different drag queen story times, drag queen shows. Then what did we see happen? That summer, Pride Month came. 
And we saw the biggest Pride Month we'd ever seen. We saw parades all over the country. We saw drag queen shows and story times for kids and, and family-friendly friend, family drag shows where they're exposing their body parts to young children. And parents actually taking, which I think is sick, parents taking their kids to watch these things. Yeah. But it was really interesting to me that there was a, a, you know, basically an injection of COVID cash into this movement, and then we saw it explode like never before, literally that following summer during Pride Month. You can't even make it, it up. You, you can't. So, you know, we, I, in my opening, I talked about some of the infrastructure and, you know, mm -hmm. so-called infrastructure. The Democrats mm -hmm. are taking all this credit for it, and yet mm -hmm. it seems like it's a disaster. It's almost like, shockingly, uh, they're just lying to you like they have been. So, you know, what are the consequences of those lies? their inaction, what are the consequences of sort of media pretending they're getting stuff done? Um, was this a big bait and switch to the American people? We heard about this infrastructure bill, and yet it seems like our infrastructures, they've done nothing with it. And yeah. it's probably getting funneled to drags it, Queen Story Hour as well. Somewhere, somehow, but you, you know their highways are racist, so that was part yes, of the... Yes, they they I believe they were racist because they weren't tall enough to be able to house illegal immigrants underneath them for like that was part of their design process i mean think about how insane that is it's but you know mayor insane. pete he's gay so he must be right it doesn't have to be of asinine course he's right he's I right mean, uh, totally wrong mayor pete is right yes yeah pete pete and chaston you know chaston his his husband is very into the whole um trans movement for kids also um they're an interesting couple but yeah back to the infrastructure bill 1.2 trillion dollars 1.2 trillion dollars less than 10 percent was actual infrastructure spending so the rest of it went to all kinds of woke programs. Um, Green New Deal initiatives, big time. That was a major part of it. Uh, to build 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations all over the country, because obviously the consumer demand is for electric vehicles. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, no one, yeah. everyone's pissed off. When I'm off, riding cross country, what I really want to do is wait diesel. nine hours for my vehicle to charge, because it's like, that's right. And I mean, yeah. it's going to do awesome in trucks. And as we saw during okay. the hurricane here in Florida, really awesome when wet and flooded. Wow. Like, what, what could go wrong? And, and by the way, more importantly, like the lithium that's mined under slave labor conditions by young children all over the world, controlled 100% by China, done in, let's call it, slightly less than in environmentally sound fashion. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. There's not enough of it. Like, where, like where's the end game other than total control? Well, we would call that extreme, but according to the left, that's not extreme at all. That would be the right thing to do because it's, it will save the it will save the world, and it's the right thing to do to protect the climate, and you know, mm -hmm. that's that's what they believe in. But actually, what's really interesting is they also spent like seven it was seven billion dollars to change buses and ferries, switch them over to electric engines. They spent all this money, but yet think about it: we didn't fix our rails. We did not build the border wall, which I think is infrastructure. We did not do anything to protect our ports from, um, you know, illegal entry, drugs, fentanyl. We didn't do anything to protect our country um, and to protect our critical infrastructure. And now we have train derailments happening. They happen every day. Did you know that? I, I didn't. I, I'd, I'd never heard of these things like until recently. But again, yeah. you know, it's because. The focus is on the woke talking points, right? right. But it's not on actually fixing it. It's like they get credit. The media will give them the credit. You'll never read about the disasters because Google will smother it. Like I said, of course. You know, there's a cloud that looks like Hiroshima over Ohio right now of toxic chemicals. Mm -hmm. Animals all over the place, independent videos. I'm seeing it all like just dropping dead. And it's like, mm -hmm. ah, nothing to see here. And the guy in charge of the disasters of those transportation is lecturing people. Like, 
you know, God forbid, like there's people working. Oh, you know, yeah. after years of sitting on the sidelines. But, but like, they're not the right are, color. There are white people working, so that's a negative. We must, they got to get rid of the, fire those people right away. Sure. And replace them with someone like Pete, who wouldn't probably do so great on a construction site because it doesn't seem like he'd know what he was doing, like I, everything else that he's I doing. I can't like. imagine he knows how to work on a construction site. Probably wouldn't go well. I'd, I'd pay I to watch hire it. Him. Would I'd you pay, hire him? I'd pay to watch it. Like, if I could post <laughs> it live, like, watch him, like, you know, Put up sheetrock or something, just something, but you know, basic. Oh, but uh, wait, I, do you give them breaks for chest feeding though? There, there, there would be lots of chest feeding breaks because if we didn't, we'd be, you know, the usual. We'd be one sure. of the ists. Um, right. Like you know, it's funny. Like we talk about and we're joking, but it's like it's actually happening. Yeah. Like that's what's like. If you went back ten years, and look at where we are today, look at the, the critical aspects of like the leftist mm -hmm. agenda. Yep. You'd be like, no fucking way. Like, I know, come on. you can't You'd be like, no it. way. Like, they, like they, okay, so wait. Like, what and if, yet it is. What if Pete and his husband need to find, what are they called again? Egg producers? I don't know. It was somewhere. Yes. Egg, the, it, yes. Is it an egg, egg producer? Egg producing. Okay, so what if they want to find an egg? So he, say he's working for your construction company, and you got him out there on the job site, and you're giving him lots of chest feeding breaks. But let's say they want to find an egg producer to have another baby. Would You would have to give them, like, all kinds of. Um, of course you would. Yeah. You'd have but to, again, and, you know what? I, I'm gonna say, I'm very progressive, Marjorie. This will be big news to anyone watching. I'm I'm quite progressive, uh, but like you know, if if someone needs it and they're gonna take paternity leave, you know what? I don't even care. Well, no, you know paternity what? I don't leave even, is and great. You know what, and you know what? The only problem is you can't do it, as I mentioned in my intro. Yeah. When you're the Secretary no. of Transportation in the middle of a supply chain crisis, where three hundred and fifty million Americans are depending on you showing up to that job. Yep. Now. It turns out he's so incompetent, we may be better off that he doesn't show up. I we may be better off just leaving it and say, screw it, let's see what happens. Yep. But, like, but that's what they don't understand. And but let's put it in terms that everyone else understands. So he's already our employee. employee. Mm -hmm. Really, Don, think about that. He is, he is the American people's employee as the Secretary of Transportation. I personally think he should be fired for the horrible job should. that he's doing. And so should Mayorkas. The oh, secretary, 100%. you know, overseeing DHS for the crisis yep. at the border. I mean, we have, a, should be fired. we have a sex trafficking crisis, a human trafficking crisis, a mm -hmm. drug trafficking crisis that's created a fentanyl scourge throughout America. Yeah. Every, every state's a border state. And this moron's there. Like, they, they, like, the people who are actually doing the work, they don't even want to talk to this guy. Right. Because he's, like, throwing them under the bus, put them in a, you know, basically put them in a crime zone. Unbelievable. And it's like, oh, he's great because he's protected because the media refuses yeah. to talk about it. And Border Patrol agents are whipping migrants. Oh, of course. I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful soundbite. It's, yep. it's proven wrong. They know that it's wrong, and yep. yet they still run with it for months, just like they knew that Joe Biden was sitting on classified documents while yep. he's out there campaigning and right before an election and Wait, that do you would have never any classified documents uh, yeah, in there's, here. Uh, careful. <laughs> and, you know what? I don't even want to joke about it because the FBI no, will show up to my house. Of course they will. Unlike Hunter Biden right. who, you know, is on videotape smoking crack with prostitutes and saying that, you know, the Russian mob may have his laptop and of he's course. taking money from Chinese Russian oligarchs and Chinese businessmen and taking diamonds yep. um, you know, off off the streets. Like, like it's it's like laughable. I'm sitting there and I know what they put me through. Uh, they, what they well, it's, it's fine. Like, I'm a fighter, but, like, it's made me stronger, mm -hmm. uh, you know, going through that. It's been good. I think a lot of people probably wouldn't do as well with that. And they do the same to you. I mean, you are, I would say, target number one. And I, I, I want to talk about that because, like, you, you sort of have an incredible story of getting into Congress. I mean, those first few weeks were, like, Probably, uh, you know, it, it, you know, you, you were sworn in on what, on January 3rd of 2020? Sworn in on January 3rd, okay. 2021. Tw sorry, yeah, 2021. 2021. Um, you know, 
Three days later, you have J6. Yeah, that You're, was shocking. Talk about it. I mean, because uh, tell people the story. You also have your father, who was a huge part oh, of your yeah. life. Uh, you know, very sick. Uh, you know, yeah. he was sick going through. Cancer. Tell people that story because I think they uh, they got to understand that while they're vilifying you, exactly what happened during that time and what you're going through, you know, emotionally and personally beyond what the country is going through. Right. Because I think it was just sort of, it, it, it frames the story and you've just made an enemy of those people because you still fought despite all of that, which would have broken so many people. Yeah, so we found out in, in, in mid-December that my father had stage four cancer and it was melanoma. We did, had no idea. Um, it, had, it had gone to his brain. He had brain tumors. He had his first surgery in, in late December to remove brain tumors. And so our family was reeling from that. And then January 3rd, I swore in as a member of Congress. So I go to Washington um, heartbroken because of what we're dealing with at home with my dad, which anyone can understand cancer is so terrible. And then January 6th happened. It shocked me. I had no idea. I just couldn't imagine. Mm -hmm. um, as a matter of fact, I was arguing with, with Kat Kamek, who, uh, one, of my, one of my colleagues, yeah. and we were fighting. And I said, those aren't our people. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, those aren't our people. That's Antifa. Those are the same rioters that we see in you know, 2020. I, I could not believe it. And she was like, they are our people. I said, no, they're not. And she's like, they have on red hats. And I said, I don't care. So we're having this whole argument, but it, I was blown away by it. And then, goodness, next thing you know, we're all to blame. Um, the media's blaming you. Of course, yeah, you weren't I, even I, there. Um, they're blaming President Trump. They're blaming me. They're bl blaming all of us. Any Republican that objected, it's all our fault, and we didn't even know it was going to happen. Then, then, goodness, it was a week later, Nancy Pelosi, we were supposed to be at home. My father's having his second uh, surgery to remove more tumors, and he was very sick, and it was the COVID. Oh, gosh, the whole COVID shut down, and you couldn't go in the hospital with your loved one. You couldn't you couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, everybody remembers how horrible it was. People, grandparents were dying by themselves in nursing homes. People couldn't go with anyone in the hospital. And so I had to go to Washington, D.C. I had to fly up there the same day my father was having his second surgery. And I had to leave my mom, and my mom couldn't go in the hospital. And the whole thing was devastating. And so while we were voting, I was voting no and fighting against the second impeachment, which was absurd. And I was furious over that because it was so political and such bullshit and such a lie. Um, at the same time- Turns out Joe Biden was doing all the things they accused DJT of doing. 100%. Yeah. But it's still, then, it's still not a topic and we're still not asking like, hey, do you think maybe yeah. we're spending $130 billion you know, provoking a war with the world's largest nuclear power mm -hmm. um, because someone has something on Joe Biden that, you know, do you think that's maybe changing our foreign policy? And like, no one's even asking. No. Like, it's shocking to me. It's shocking. It, 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 you can't even make it up. And it, the, the saddest thing is most people don't really know because the media doesn't cover it the way they lie about your family constantly and your father. And, and they never show the fact that you and your brother have been subpoenaed hundreds of times for ridiculous reasons. But yet, you guys never go to jail because you're completely innocent, but you have to pay all the attorney fees. Oh, it's millions of dollars. I did, I think, 50 hours of combined congressional testimony about treason, you know, a crime punishable by death, you know, minor detail. For me, these days, it's like Tuesday, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, 
oh, they want to kill me again. Big, big shock. And yet, Unbelievable. Hunter, like, how, how dare you? He's a private oh, yeah. citizen. I'm like, he's selling art, like, you know, like, right. he's selling art at more expensive than Picasso's and he's never painted in his life. I'm saying, I think they'd have a problem if it was me. Talk about influence peddling. Yeah, of yeah. course. And then they're like, well, we don't need to disclose who the purchaser are. Really? Why is that? Yeah, because it's China? That? Like, right. you know, of course it is. Yeah, like, you think China doesn't, they gave him a billion dollars as a crackhead for an investment. Like, that was the best investment they've ever made. <laughs> sure because they're was. buying him and they're buying yeah. Joe Biden. And you see it in the responses. Like well, it's you, a sponsorship. Hold on. Yes, of course. It's a sponsorship I'm, I'm sorry. because they, spawn, you know, buy Hunter's art and, and you guys can send your balloon right across the country. And we won't say a word and we won't shoot it down. I mean, it's ridiculous that, here's the thing, regular people who, that's all I know in my life, Don, regular people don't buy the bullshit. I'd like they, to believe and that, and yet the problem is this, like, to their intelligence. in 16, like, if I watched CNN, I'd be like, wow, I'm a terrible person. It's like, it's like you hear yeah. it, because you're not really paying attention, and I think, I'm hoping that's what happens now. It's so flagrant. Mm -hmm. It's so bad mm -hmm. that people wake up and, and start seeing what's going on. I mean, I think... Maybe the best example of that is, you know, right after all of this time that you're talking mm -hmm. about, those first couple, they they removed you from all yep. committees, right? They, they took you off, yep. they kicked you off everything. Now, this week I'm seeing outrage, outrage that Shock. Eric Swalwell, who slept with a Chinese spy, mm -hmm. would be removed from the intelligence committee. Now, who knows what they have on him, but there's outrage. They're like, well, he can sit on other committees, but maybe not intelligence right. that has classified information. And yet... They removed him from one committee, but he's fine to sit on all these others. Mm -hmm. You were removed from everything. Everything. So I was kicked off all committees. Um, I've never broken the law. I've always paid my taxes. Uh, did nothing wrong. I just had things on Facebook that the Democrats were very offended by. Um, they kicked me off all committees. But Ilhan Omar only got removed from foreign affairs. Just one. Well, she by the way, serve on foreign any affairs, committee. which deals with all the issues in the Middle East, when she's basically yeah. a rabid anti-Semite. Absolutely. Meaning they've called you every name in the book. They like, call me an anti-Semite every day. Yeah. And, well, I want to talk about yeah. that one. Okay? We just, <laughs> guys, we got to address Jewish space lasers. Okay? Because I, I have to hear this one because, well, it turns out it was all bullshit. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, but Ilhan Omar can be on the floors of Congress uh, saying these things, along mm -hmm. with the other lunatics in what I call the Hamas caucus, you know, oh, AOC totally. and, you know, Rashida Tlaib right. and, like, maybe Cory Bush, like, you know, <laughs> but there's four, they, they're just rabid anti-Semites mm -hmm. on the floor of Congress, and there's no place for that, but the media, they tried, they, they took a post, and, I, and, like, even I sort of believed at the time, I was like, maybe, you know, you're new, right. maybe you said something stupid, or, like, you know, we all have, like, a punchline mm -hmm. uh, that we've delivered speaking, you know, five times a day to people that just goes over, like, a lead balloon, right? right. We, so I, I, I get it, I've, I've seen it, I, but I've also been accused of stuff that was like, that's not what I said. Like, read what I actually said. Right. So I literally, I asked you about that because I actually thought, like, maybe you said it. And, right. like, there's nothing there. And yet, no. if you look, at, if you Google it, if you look it up, like, Marjorie Taylor Green, anti-Semite, was talking about Jewish space lasers. Talk about it because I think it's, it's literally one of the most flagrant lies that's out there. It's almost like the Charlottesville. Trump yes. said there's great. And it's like, do you watch the video? And, of oh, course, it didn't yes. matter, right? Like, maybe it's second to that. Because okay, yeah. that was, I mean, that's still, they pretend like that was real. But, you know, talk about you know, the Jewish space lasers, because we got we to gotta sort of, and I, you know, I hate to shut down one of the conspiracy theories, but mm -hmm. it's so ridiculous right. what actually happened. Well, I want to say a good thing. This is on Rumble, because this is on YouTube or anywhere else. It'd be shut down right now for telling the truth, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Because, no, no, no. But they could, they more than happily perpetuate the lie about the lie. you, that won't get removed even right. if you prove it. The media, but if you contest it, because you're someone that's in their crosshairs, 
if you contest it with the truth, that's not a fact mm -hmm. check. Clearing things up, that's just, oh, we're just going to ignore that all entirely. That's right. That'll never see the light of day. So Jewish space lasers came about, and I'll tell you this is a great story. I was hanging out with one of my girlfriends. We'd had dinner, and we're, we're just visiting, you know, catching up on life. And all of a sudden, I go on Twitter, and I see my name is trending, and it's at number one. And oh, there's yeah. usually, <laughs> you know that goes. <laughs> when we're trending, it's never good. It's usually bullshit, but it's never good. Yeah, it's never good. It's never positive, like, right? And this was not long after, you know, I got kicked off committees. I'm, a, I'm an insurrectionist for January 6th. Like, the whole thing was bad. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, what is going on? And then it says Jewish space lasers. And I was like, what? I had no clue what that was. Turned out some reporter had written an article about a post I had made back in 2018, and he titled it Jewish Space Lasers. Yeah. That's how I got labeled with it, but I never have never... You never even said the words, let alone... Like, I never a, said... Accused it. No. Well, and so what it was I never was, even said Jewish. Well, correct. Never said Jewish. What it was was about... There were California wildfires, and I guess you had read an article in like a scientific magazine mm -hmm. talking about harnessing solar energy in space. Yes. Like, you know, literally, like green energy. You would think they'd That's be right. all about promoting this. But harnessing it in space, and they could actually beam it down to, I guess, a receptacle, a yep. receiver on the U.S. that would save you having to build all these ridiculous solar panels on, you know, sure. on, on the ground that look like shit and are all amazing. made in China. Yeah. So it was actually about real technology. And you're mm -hmm. saying, well, if, if that concentrated energy say, missed this thing and, and hit the woods in California. And this right. is while, like, half of the West was burning down, you know, yes. the tinderboxes, because they also won't let you manage forests and they'll let nope. dead timber stand there. And, you know, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other one, but that's a good one. Yeah. But, so it, that was... That's all I was that, saying. That's literally all you said. And because, so you never said Jewish space lasers. No. You never even said later. You're just trying to articulate what this technology is. And if there was something wrong with early technology... Mm -hmm. Could it have perhaps caused this, or could it cause yeah. this in the future? So you're literally there asking a question, and it got turned into... Now, there are coincidences about perhaps people who are on boards, but you probably didn't even understand those no. links at the time. No, I didn't. I didn't... The names I mentioned, I didn't know any about the people. I just knew their names. And Well, I mean, I would talk about the governor, Jerry Brown, of California. I talked about a few other people, but I didn't know anything about their religion or anything like that. I was just making a post, and... Of course, in any early invention history, airplanes crashed when they were trying to make airplanes. Um, there, there's always failures in new inventions. And all I said is, could they ever miss? That's yeah. all I was saying. Which, by the way, not an unreasonable question. If you're talking about technology that's harnessing the power of the sun, mm -hmm. beaming it back to the earth yep. to literally create electricity. Now, this is it, it could be a fascinating technology. I'm not a technical guy. I'm basically, I think it's really interesting. Yeah, I'm like a pair of pants away from being a caveman. Okay, <laughs> so it's like, well, you know, yeah. we'll leave it at that. So I have no idea about this stuff, but, uh -huh. but like. Why not, right? I mean, it, right. if you're harnessing it there, perhaps if it's not going through layers of sky, mm -hmm. whatever, maybe there's a way to do that. So you're asking a question, but that it could go and get morphed so much and then utilized against you to say you're an anti-Semite, yep. that you're... Because, you know, frankly, the evangelical Christians, I think, are probably the most, like, pro-Jewish, you know, groups out there. Like, yeah. You know, it, certainly what I've seen politically, but that they would do that, that they could brand you that, that they could make it as though it was fact mm -hmm. when it's literally someone else saying... Well, basically, she said, that, and it's like, no, there's no basically. No. Like, you don't get to choose. No, they do have the luxury of choosing, right? They do. They you get know, to choose. We don't we get Ackman's razor, meaning we don't get, like, 
hey, if there's a 99.9% .9 chance someone meant that, that's right. That's what they meant. Yep. We get the if there's a 0.0001 chance that there's a racist trope somewhere hidden in there, that's mm -hmm. it for sure. Yes. Yet the other side gets that benefit of the doubt that we never get. No, we never get that. And so they made that label Jewish space lasers. It it stuck on me like something I couldn't wash off. I was shocked by it. I, I was like, what are they talking about? Um, had no way to stop it, though. You understand that. Yep. Once the media takes off with something, you cannot stop it. There is no way to slow it down. It was on every single news story, and it went on and on and on. And it, let me tell you some of the crazy things. They sent all kinds of stuff to my office. People made Jewish space laser um, stickers and T-shirts and buttons and pins and, and all kinds of things. Um, um, I, I, you know, thought I should get little laser pointers. I should sell those on. I should give those away. It's, in my a, campaign. it's a fundraising. Yeah, it's a fundraising thing. Yeah. I wanted to play with a little bit, um, but yeah, I got labeled that. I got rejected by the RJC. I got rejected by so many people, and it was such um, a lie about me. And it really stinks. It's very sad because I'm not anti-Semitic. I've uh, my voting record proves it. I mean, if anything, I funded Jewish space lasers, which I think are fantastic. <laughs> oh, boy. I think America should have them. Oh, so. boy. Here we go again. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at CNN. Yeah. They're going like, it's like the cat meme typing. They're going crazy right, right now. So, okay, so you have all that. You have, uh, you know, a controversy, but totally contrived. Yes. You know, yep. who were the people, who were the people that, stood by you. Who are the people that were actually there oh for you God. versus the people that threw you under the bus? And which ones were the surprises? Obviously, you know, <laughs> you know, I know the story, you know, Corey Bush screaming at you about a oh mask in gosh, a hallway yes. where she's ranting like a lunatic and you're you're the you're the bad guy, yeah, right? I'm like the bad guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but for know, not wearing the paper napkin across my face. Yeah, that science has proven is not wrong. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah, those were so life-saving. But they're sure. screaming at you, and it's like you attacked her, but it's clear that she's coming at I you. never said a word. It's all on video. I mean, literally, it's all on yeah. video, but she got her office moved um, to a whole, n a whole other building, I think, because she said I was uh, attacking her, but yes. yet she was the one that attacked me. No, it's, it is insane um, how it all twists and turned around. It never stops. Okay, so you, it's interesting. Now that you've been in this game a little bit longer, and you've sort of turned into you know, a Republican rock star. I mean, you, you know, incredible. Oh, wait, you asked me who stood by Well, yeah, me. so that's what, yeah, yeah. I guess, you, you know, and what's changed? Now that, you know, before you were ostracized, they threw you up the committees, you didn't have DC power anymore. You know, who are the people that were like, okay, we're going to get you through this? Mm -hmm. You know, who are the surprises? Well, I would. And maybe the other way, maybe yeah. the people that you, you would think would have been there and then were like, eh, yeah, oh, see where so, the wind's so blowing. So Matt Gates, Matt Gates is, was always the best. And right. I stood by him too. He got attacked horribly, um, labeled the worst word you can be labeled. Uh, the Department of Justice was yeah. going after him. Thank God, all of that just got dropped. Well, yeah, but yeah, but he he was he was definitely a great. The way they dropped that though, I thought was disgusting as well because it's like, well, we're not going to charge him. They're like, oh, how you mean there's nothing there? They don't yeah. say it that way. They say, well, we're not going to charge. Like, there's a lot here we could uncover. Absolutely. But instead of being like, no, it's bullshit. Right. So you're always like Jewish space lasers. Right. He's always there's an element of that label mm -hmm. that will always be there, even though it's clear because yes. you know that's the difference in the system, right? If you're right. a Republican. You're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. If you're a Democrat, you're innocent until yeah, you're, you're innocent even when they prove you guilty. Like look Absolutely. at all the corruption in the Biden administration yeah. and the family. Jeffrey Epstein's dead, and apparently he's still innocent. Yeah, I always say, you know how you know Trump's not on that list? 
Because if Trump was on that list, it would have leaked. Yeah, that list would be out, ladies and gentlemen. That is, that's a fact. Oh, but it's not even close. Like, it, it, it's not even close. <laughs> no, that's very true. All right, so Gates was great. Who are the, were the, who are the ones great. that surprised um, you? Some of, my, some of my friends in the Freedom Caucus, they, they stood with me. Um, the, most, the person that got the most pressure, and he always got the most pressure the entire time. Anytime the media would attack, the left lies would come out. Kevin McCarthy, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, he'd get every microphone in his face and he'd get asked about me, um, what, what do you have to say about Marjorie Taylor Greene? And I'm sure every single time or most of the time he was going like, oh my gosh, what is it now? Yeah. Um, and I, I would say a couple of the times, because he and I had a rocky start in the beginning um, where I would attack him and he, he would you know, yeah. say she shouldn't have done that, he'd denounce me and things like that. But well, talk about that because that, it's interesting. I mean, you and I both got shit... Yeah. You know, uh, last month in the speaker's race. Like, oh, establishment right now. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, look at what he's what? actually... We're like, Yeah, I'm like, you know, they go, Don, you've gone establishment. I'm like, have you seen, like, what the stuff that I say? Like, you think, like, I mean, like, Back rhino. all like, the subpoenas uh, and all the attacks. Yeah. Like, I, no. I think I could put, like, my rhino credentials, uh, you know, probably up against anyone and not even come close to being that. No. And yet... You know, I guess that's what a lot of people didn't understand. I mean, you even see you know, some of it in the commentary. That, right? I'm like... People don't necessarily understand the details of what really goes on. You know, yes. they, they want X person, but that person right. is going to have 200 people vote against them in the exactly. first round, even the Republicans. You know what I mean? They, they're not well, gonna, it was already or, proven. It, it America was. got So deceived. talk about that, because that was an interesting thing. And mm -hmm. I think it, what was really cool is, and I know we've sort of had this conversation offline, but mm -hmm. was you, know, you sort of had an image of Kevin McCarthy... Not because of anything that Kevin had done to you, but what other Republicans told you was happening. Yep, but then you right. had a couple wake-up calls that you found out from people, like, just totally randomly. I think, yeah. I guess one of them was Devin Nunes, but that never happened. Total shock. That, that was one Talk of about that, because it's a yeah. cool story for people to understand. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you had Republicans whispering, your, Kevin's doing this, Kevin's doing that, mm -hmm. Kevin's doing So you thought right. that he was coming after you, which is... And, you know, like, yes. like me, you're a fighter. You fight back, yeah. you're going to hit back. This is bullshit. Somebody's coming after me, I'm going after them. No, that that is true. And and just to be clear, I mean, I think you and I are very similar, very aligned. I've got a voting record that proves how conservative I really am. Um, you know, and, and Kevin McCarthy's voting record is not exactly the same as mine. But what most people don't understand is the political reality in the mm -hmm. in our conference, our Republican conference, is it's not filled up with people like me and you. Yeah. It's filled up with all different types of Republicans elected from districts all over the country. And and who they're going to vote for, and, and, and look, this is the way it is. That's, I'm not saying I agree with it. Who our conference elects for speaker is determined on members of Congress, Correct. not a popular vote. So, And then, of course, you and I, who, who we might think of a our dream conservative speaker, yeah. we have all these ideas... Um, yeah. One of then, these guys said MTG for speaker, which could be great, but you know, probably not happening they're anytime not soon. Let me, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably not happening. Yeah. So that's what people. Just they, like even Jim Jordan, um, Jim Jordan, who we love yeah. him. He is he is a, a national treasure. Um, he's not going to be elected speaker, and it was proven. And Jim Jordan didn't want to be. He wanted to be chairman of the judiciary, and that's exactly where we need him right now. Um, it was it was yeah. so important. But for me, so it was like a it was like a journey, and the journey was this: I had been told a lot of things about Kevin McCarthy before I got to Congress, and I believed him, and I believed from him from Republicans in Congress. Yes, from Just sort of snaking. Yep, yep. by Republicans yep. in Congress, 
And then I was at a, uh, it was at a get together at a, one of our friends that you and I have a friend in, in common at his house and uh, Devin Nunes was there. And we were having a conversation It was brought up about, hey, when I got kicked off my committees, and I think I even said Kevin McCarthy kicked me off of committees because that's what I believed. Because you were told that. Uh, totally. By other Republicans in Congress. 100%. Yeah. And some guys that we actually like. We don't need to call them out, but like, you know. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. yeah, people I'd really like. Um, and Devin was standing there, and he goes, he goes, wait a minute. He goes, no, Kevin didn't kick you off committees. He goes, I was in the room. Yeah. And I mean, I was like, what? Like, this was the first person I had talked to that said they were in the room. And I was like, you know, I was wanted to grab Devin Nunes and go tell me every single thing. And he goes, no. He goes, he goes, he did not. He was fighting. He was fighting with Steny Hoyer. He was fighting with all the Democrats, screaming. He was screaming at Steny Hoyer. He was saying, you take, you do this to her. We are going to, you've opened up a new, you know, he's like, you start this, we will finish it. Yeah. And he said, we will do this to some of yours. And he goes, there's ones that definitely deserve it. I mean, Kevin McCarthy was fighting for me. And I was so surprised to hear that because I had been told different. Yeah. But I was also happy to hear that because we want a leader that will fight, you know, fight for us. Yeah, and like, listen, we, in the last couple of weeks, we got a lot of crap because I was like, hey, yeah. I knew I knew guys that had been brought onto his team that, like, make me look like I'm a liberal. You know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, well, if he's bringing them on, like, they don't, they're not sticking oh, around. Yeah. You, you know who I'm talking great. about. Like, I'm yes. Like, yeah. And if he's bringing they're them my on, guy, but if, yeah, if they're, they're like, like me. <laughs> yeah, when, when I get the call, like, hey, man, if he does, like, 20% of the stuff that he's mm -hmm. talking about doing and, like, mm -hmm. ramping up to do, like, we're all going to be really happy about it. And again, yes. that's within the, like, the realities of the world. I Meaning everyone wants X, Y, Z. Why didn't President Trump do this? It's like, well, because Congress didn't put it on his desk. Right. Right. We could have done the oh. wall under Paul Ryan, but Paul Ryan wanted to be loved by DC, so he never got it there. So it's like you can't right. you can't miracle shit to happen in DC. Right. It doesn't work that way. There's still a, a process. And so, you know, we got a lot of crap for Kevin. Yeah, I'm looking at hey, he put you on oversight. Yes. You know, he's got Jim Jordan at the head of judiciary. Thank God. Like, now we got to get to the bottom, hopefully, of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So what, what are we going to do to stop that from happening? Meaning, I'm happy. I think Kevin's done the things, and it's our job to keep pressure on well, him to make sure he keeps following through. Right. But how do we prevent the other side from stalling? I had Cash Patel on, uh, yeah. on Monday, and we're talking about it. We're talking Fantastic. about fencing funds and doing this. You know, and I think a big part of that's going to be people like yourself, people mm -hmm. like me, and people like you guys watching. Yes. Uh, you know, being like, hey, we want this done because if we focus on A, 25 things, yeah. you'll, you won't get any of them That's done. right. We need to pick three or four of the big ones, you know, go after them fully, utilize right. everything that we have, mainly fencing, I think, to prevent the funds, right? Because yes. we have the power of the purse when that way. When you cut off the money, they can't do it anymore. So how are we going to do that so that we get results, so that people can finally see, like, it's not a conspiracy theory? I think anyone who's been watching for the last five years knows... None of it's been a conspiracy theory. Every conspiracy theory practically has oh my God, come true, other than Jewish space lasers, which we now realize is bullshit, but you know, they'll never admit it. <laughs> right. Uh, how do we make sure that that happens so we can deliver the win for the people? Because you know the swamp is going to slow yeah. roll it. The Democrats and, mm -hmm. and many establishment Republicans 100%. are going to be actively working to undermine this process coming out. What do we do? Well, I'm a big believer in accountability. And this is something that everyone watching can understand. This is something you understand. Um, you have to hold people accountable. That's including me. Uh, that's in including anyone that works for you. That's including Kevin McCarthy as our speaker. 
we have to, we, so in the conference, I tell my colleagues, I'm like, we have to help them achieve these goals, but we also have to hold them accountable. But when it comes to the Democrats and how do we hold them accountable for what they've done, money is the answer. So we have a big problem coming up. We are in massive debt, $34 trillion. Yeah. We have $3 trillion we have to figure out how to make up for $3 trillion because the Democrats have spent over $7 trillion in the past two years. Yeah. It's, it's well, unheard of. It never stops. And just so we understand, like, these are not government programs. These are taxpayer-funded no. programs, right? These are always your money. Right. And they're blowing it on Ukraine. They can't take care of ourselves. They're right. blowing it on Drag Queen Story Hour. You know, there are things that can get cut. Yes, uh, tons it, of them. But the resistance to some of that by the Democrats and the insanity that they're pushing yeah. is hard. Oh, it's hard because they want the programs. So cutting, cutting spending is easy. We go line item by line item, and, and one of them is with fencing, just like Cash Patel was telling you about. Yep. So how do we hold the Department of Justice accountable? Well, we, stop, we, we cut off their money on programs that they're running, yep. things like going after parents at school boards, going after Catholics for uh, wanting to end abortion, you know, going after, uh, re relentlessly going after anyone that walked in the Capitol on January 6th while totally ignoring all the Antifa BLM rioters. Yeah. There's so many things that we can stop. Another thing we need to stop is funding the war in Ukraine. Don, I can't understand why we're fighting a war in Ukraine. I can't and we're not, we're not bombing the Mexican cartels who are poisoning Americans every single day. And I know that sounds extreme. I'm not talking about the Mexican government or the Mexican people. I'm talking about the cartels. They're murdering Americans. They're doing it in America these days. I mean, I had a, yes. when I interviewed Kevin on this podcast, he was talking about like they came across the border and shot a baby in the face uh, that was you know the child of one of these things up in California. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. the cartels so are committing awful. crimes on American soil, and we're just sitting back and like, oh, it's not a really a problem. Like, right. let's, let's pretend it doesn't doing exist. Nothing. And then they're talking tough on. They got to talk tough on Russia, and they're they're trying to talk tough on China, but they already proved they can't do anything on China because they let the spy balloon go mm -hmm. across. But no, no, the reality is, is using these methods that Republicans have never done before. But yeah. that's where I'm saying accountability. Look, if you're watching at home, let me tell you the greatest thing you can do is call Republican members of Congress and demand accountability because that's where we can do it. We can do it in the budget. We can do it in appropriations. We can use the Holman rule. We can cut people's salaries. We can stop paying Dr. Anthony Fauci. We can stop paying Mayorkas. We can stop paying Merrick Garland, who I think also should be fired. We can stop paying Pete Buttigieg. We can do this stuff by cutting down the money. Guess what? You would love for us to stop paying a bunch of people because we're in $34 trillion of debt and we have yeah. to we're looking at it having to well, raise spending, the debt ceiling, We're, we're which putting is our children and grandchildren in an insurmountable position. Yep. Like we're we're leaving a country that won't be able to take care of itself. I mean, there's a That's there's right. a point in time where your interest alone on that money is going to be more than we actually generate in taxable revenue. And you know, yes. their interest. Well, just tax the billionaires. If you tax all a couple hundred billionaires, like they, they blow that in a day. Yes. Like people do. don't understand. Like it doesn't just no. you know, and those guys actually create jobs, and you may not like them, but you right. know, they're where where it happens. Government is great at blowing money and inefficiency like that why do they always attack capitalism when clearly they love it well they attack a lot of things that don't make any sense i mean you brought up you brought up you know the summer of love and yeah. you know riots going on for you know two years right murder looting arson destruction of property that's right uh insurrections i'm at least i'm told they were that's insurrections right. right because that's what happens when you take over a government building that yeah, happened that happened uh and yet you know you brought up you know j6 
You know, talk about some of that. I, I know they're now talking about releasing the video. I know Kevin said that on this show. Yes. He's going to release all of it, like 17,000 hours, which magically it's disappeared massive. for the last few years because yes. I have a feeling it's not convenient to the narrative, meaning mm -hmm. there are people but in let's, jail let's go back who are behind the velvet ropes doing nothing. They were basically tourists, like two or, yes. and they're in jail two years later without due process. Yet if you murdered someone during the Summer mm -hmm. of Love, it's like, ah, oh, well, you know. Yeah, do just, whatever. Yeah, go, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. That was just protesting. Yeah, I mean, Gucci, Peacefully. Gucci loafers, Peacefully. you know, that, that is, you know, in a Gucci purse is, you know, right. that's a small price to pay for social justice, right? Like, Of I mean, course it is. And George Floyd, you know, he died of fentanyl poisoning. But that they don't want to talk about that. No one wants to talk about no, this. There's, a, there's a, one report. of these sort of activist ministers, mm -hmm. you know, saying, you know, raise your kids to be like George Floyd, not like, who, I don't know who, they, I'm like, you, you want to raise like a, Woman beating, like, yeah, drug he, addict, he like, had he's got a 30 page rap sheet. I don't know exactly yes. all the things, but I know, I think he held a pregnant woman uh, yeah, you know, at knife point, did. right? Like, yes. these, these sorts of things. Like, you know, but they not exactly all like, of that. it's not a hero. Doesn't mean what happened to him is right. No. Like, that, not, that should never happen. We're all against but what like, happened to George Floyd. Yeah, we're and we're, all against you know, we got, it. We'll be clear about that, but we've said that a billion times and yes. it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't make him a hero either. Nope, doesn't make him a hero either. It, it's, so, what did you see? I mean, you've seen some of the stuff. I mean, you saw videos yes. on J6. You've you've had access to it. You were in the room. I mean, I you were in, in the, the halls of Congress. And yes. So, you know, talk about some of that stuff because uh, it's it's mind-boggling to me that there are people that can't get due process and everyone's an insurrectionist. And just because, you know, a, a couple of people cry on TV about it, like, mm -hmm. they're, they're not afforded the same rights as other Americans. Or you get in front of a a partisan activist judge in D.C. I'm used to this as well. I mean, we, right. we dealt with it in, in New York, and we continue to do so. But, like, it seems like we're living in communist China, not for real. And I, I know you have some stories about, like, stuff mm -hmm. that you had witnessed and video you had seen about, you know, some of this stuff going on. Yes. Well, I call Washington the district of communism for a reason, because that is what it's like. And Americans' due process rights are being violated because people are still held in jail. Um, and they have not had their day in court they, they, are, they haven't been convicted of anything. They're pre-trial, and they're political prisoners. You, you can't see it any other way. Um, but there is videos that need to be seen by everyone. Um, Ashley Babbitt, when she, was, when she was murdered, and I say murdered for a reason. I choose that word because I've seen the videos. Um, she actually, Dawn, was trying to stop the people that were coming in to the speaker's yeah, they, lobby. She punched them or something, right? She did. One guy broke the broke the glass. He was breaking the glass so they could come through. And she turned around. She was yelling at them, but she punched the guy right in the face. And his face, she hits him so hard, his face turns, his glasses are coming off. And that is on video. But it was seconds later, she jumped up because she was jumping over to try to stop them. She wasn't jumping to come in to do anything. She was trying to stop them, and then she was killed by someone who had it had a history on yeah, his terrible record. gun record. You know, they tried yes. to make him seem like he's you know SEAL Team Six. Like he seemed like he had, I think, I believe, gun violations. Like you know, yeah. meaning bad handling. Okay, and, and you can see the video. I, I'm a, like, You're a this is like the most clear case of like this guy got nervous. He left his firearm in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Left his firearm in a public bathroom. He's a hero, Marjorie. Never do that. It's disgusting that they made him a hero. They did. This guy should be in prison. And if the political roles were reversed would be. Well, there's no justice for Ashley Babbitt's family. There hasn't been a trial, but they scream justice for George Floyd. They scream justice for all these people, but there's been no court case. There's been no trial 
for Ashley Babbitt, and that's wrong, and that's where we have a two-tier justice system. There's also another Well, woman. not just there. No, oh, that, gosh. That just happens yeah. to be one sorry, example of it. Sorry, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We've got, yes. The Democrats Trump are going to love her. It's hard to believe. <laughs> so then there's Roseanne Boylan, and Roseanne yeah. Boylan is a name most people don't know about, and this is a woman that um, she died in the tunnel where people were packing in. And, I, and I'll tell you, I've said over and over, I'm against what happened on January 6th. I'm against people going in the Capitol. So I'm on record saying that. But Roseanne Boylan, uh, the video I saw, and I, you know where I saw it? I saw it in the D.C. jail. I saw right. it in there when I, was see, uh, when I went in and saw the January 6th detainees. You, you've gone through and there's still... Countless people, many of them again, non-violent, right? There's a, and we may have to make so the distinction. So some of them are violent. I yeah, agree, no, of course. We, and we, I agree we, with their charges. Like they, they should be charged, but some of them walked in the Capitol. Um, yeah. it, it's 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 a lot. But anyways, Roseanne Boylan was on the ground. And I saw the video, and she was receiving she was receiving life saving CPR CPR. She was being given CPR by a January sixth defendant who was in jail in the D.C. jail. He was trying. He was a deputy sheriff from Georgia. He's giving her CPR, and two Capitol police officers grab her by the feet and drag her away from CPR. And he's screaming at them to stop. You know, and they're they're trying to they're trying to save this woman's life. But the Capitol police officers drag her away, and then she her body was cremated in Washington D.C. Like I think it was within two days. Without after like that. family notice or something, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know that for sure. But my right. understanding is that her family wasn't given the choice of cremation or burial, but yeah. she was because COVID. Of course, probably COVID. right. Because I mean, because sure. everything, everything is COVID, uh, white supremacy, or climate change, right? Yeah. Maybe, like everything has to be grouped into one, if not all, but of I those things. But I want to see That's... her coroner's coroner's report. I want to see that because. Um, there's also talk that she was beaten very badly by police. And did that lead to her death? I don't know. We don't know what happened. Yeah. But that's why, that's why it's so imperative that Kevin McCarthy does release the videotapes, and we want him to continue to pursue that. Um, and that's why it's so important for Republicans on committees to ask questions. And I, on oversight, we are going to do a hearing an investigation into the D.C. jail. And on House Admin Committee, they are going to look into everything that happened on January 6th because they have the videotapes. And yeah. so there's a lot coming up, um, but it's just not coming fast enough. I know people are ready, and it's been two years. Well, they're, they're ready. I mean, I think people do have to understand there's a, there is a process. Mm -hmm. We just have to make sure that you know, the swamp doesn't take control of this process, right? You know, yeah. you need to be out there, you know, letting them know. If it is a let me know and I'll boost yes. whatever we can to make sure yeah. that it happens because, you know, they're going to downplay, they're going to try to slow everything down. And there's always going to be a problem. Oh, 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 you know, they'll go to a judge who'll give them a fail. Oh, yeah, you have another month to produce this. And they're drag it and drag it and try mm -hmm. to get to the next election and, you know, where they hope that maybe they can get control again so they can just end it all. Yes. And we'll never know. So that that's why it's so critical. Again, we can't be focused on the shiny object here that they throw out and distract. We got to pick, you know, Two, three, four of these things. Yeah. Not all of them. No. You know, go after them. You know, go after the corruption. Go after the this. Go after yeah. the. You know, find out what those things are and and focus on them. That's and, right. And don't stop. And then you got to start letting the subpoenas fly. And then you got to start yeah. using the fencing. Um, and so you know, I, I have a feeling you'll be a loud voice, making sure that the people understand if that stuff isn't happening. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you know, to Kevin's you know credit, you put you on a committee that's going to be you know a big one for one of these things. Oversight. I'm on Homeland and the COVID Select Committee, and I think that one is extremely important. That's huge. That is I mean, huge. Fauci was the biggest 
I guess, recipient of government funds, yeah. you know, meaning the highest salary earner in government. He seems yeah. like he's gotten everything wrong since the mid-80s. And, and he made more money than your father made that your father gave away, every paycheck. I just, that blows my mind. President Trump donated his paycheck every single time, and Dr. Fauci's salary was higher than the President of the United States. But yet, Dr. to be wrong every time, you know, it's one thing to pay someone for talent. It seems like yeah. he was just a better bureaucrat. No, he, was, he knew how to get himself on TV. Mm -hmm. He probably knew how to snake mm -hmm. uh, anyone else who would actually be a, like an actual doctor, like, That's you know, right. not an incompetent. Like he was wrong about AIDS. He was wrong about everything. Yes. And yet it's like he's glorified as this great hero. I'm like, this guy wasn't a hero. He destroyed no. our economy, boosted China. Yeah. It seems like his wife was on some of the oversight things of some of these things. So I'm sure there's yeah. no, you know, if we're talking about you know systems and checks and balances, I mean, it seems like that's a little Family out of whack. connections. So talk to, let, I want people to understand just exactly some of the stuff you've been through. Like how many times have you been swatted where basically your police show up at your house oh, break yeah. because they're saying six, six times I was swatted six times and it happened after I introduced the bill Protect Children's Innocence Act. Now, let me tell you. I mean, that sounds terrible. Yeah. It sounds like something <laughs> we, God forbid, it's, uh, we, we do right. something like that, Marjorie. It's, I mean, it's extreme. It's, it's, I, you're, I you are a radical right-wing extremist yeah. for wanting to protect the innocence of children. I just wanted to stop. Terrible. I, and I'm, we may I'm, have to end this interview right here because I don't, I don't know that I can continue <laughs> sitting next to you for. I don't know how Rumble keeps it on. Um, yeah, stopping genital mutilation surgeries, uh, mastectomies on teenage girls, castration on middle school or high school boys, um, puberty blockers that causes sterilization, basically scientific experimentation on children under the age of 18 who aren't, aren't old enough to vote, they're not old enough to get a tattoo, they're not old enough to buy a gun, join the military, oftentimes drive a car, like have a driver's license, haven't graduated from high school. Um, I introduced a bill called Protect Children's Innocence Act last Congress to make it a federal law um, and, and make it completely illegal to perform any of this or federal funding to go towards any of it. And I think this is a, a, a very important thing we have to pass. Republicans, we should pass it, this Congress. So I introduced that and th the most sick people came after me and they said they were defending trans kids' rights. Well, let's be real. They are, Those are parental rights. I mean, that's they, right. And yeah. kids get confused. Kids make mistakes. And, and it's already documented everywhere that a lot of these kids that are confused about themselves, they grow out of it. Um, and, and, you know, Chloe Cole is a brave young woman that has talked about that, that um, she had a mastectomy at age 15. She was taking puberty blockers at age 13. Yeah. But she said by the time she was a little bit older, she figured out she made a mistake. And that's what so many of these kids are speaking out about. But when I started, well, the recidivism rate is like in the 90s, right? Like yes. 90 percentile. Like you know, they, they get brainwashed into this. They're looking to you know mm -hmm. please right. you know, some per, you know purple-haired teacher that's telling them all these things, and you know you're like again. Education. We've all been a, we've all been a little depressed at times. Like the sure. you know the answer to all of that isn't oh, you must be a, the opposite sex. Like of let's course. just let's perform a life-altering surgery, um, and yet with that recidivism rate as high as it is actual adults coming back and saying, hey, this was a huge mistake and I was yes. bullied into it, we're still pretending like that's not a problem. But because I introduced this bill, um, people wanted to kill me. They literally wanted to kill me. Well, you've actually had someone plead guilty to either wanting to kill or pay someone to kill you, yeah, right? That just happened. They were found guilty. Mm -hmm. But a judge, a judge allows this person to go home mm -hmm. Uh, not be in prison nope. and live till like sentencing in like the summer. 
Right. So, so you have someone that's guilty of it. They're going to go to jail mm -hmm. for plotting in some way, shape, or form to, to kill, kill you. Yep, that's right. And they release them on their own recognizance yes. prior to sentencing. I mean, he pled I assume guilty. that's uh, yeah, he a... He pled guilty. He said, yes, I'm guilty. And so now he's got, let's call it four or five months to... Free time. He's got free time. Yeah. At home. Yes. I'm sure so, he loves you still, so right? So think I mean, about it like this. January 6th defendants are in jail. They haven't even been to trial yet. They haven't pled anything. And they're rotting in jail. Rotting well, in jail. it doesn't feel like they've even had a chance to get to plead. They, no. they hold them in there. They don't really have any right. due process. But this guy... But this guy pled guilty. Actually pled guilty. And he's at home where he can perhaps orchestrate this plot. Absolutely. He can do the thing that he pled guilty for, which is plan to murder me or hire somebody to murder me. Um, and nobody cares. But but I and and they call me an extremist because I just want to stop genital mutilation of kids. I want to let kids grow up. I'm not talking about adults. I'm like, okay, if you're some crazy adult and that's what you choose to do with yourself, hey, that's your decision. Go for it. I'm just talking about children. Yeah. And I have, and I'm kind of the same way. Like you know, if you 25 and you want to do that, like. Hey, I can have that. Like, yeah, you know, I don't it, encourage it. Dual, it. I'm, I'm not, right. I'm not necessarily a fan, but like, whatever. Like, yeah, it, I, you whatever. know, I, I know people who have done it that are some are conservative. They're like, hey, that was for them, and they made that decision right. But in America, you can make yeah, those decisions. I, I'm okay. Yeah. You know what? Happy people are productive people. Is the way I look at it. <laughs> you know, even if it's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> but you know, I, I legitimately don't care if someone wants to do that, and they, you know, if they have regrets later on, that's on them. Yeah. But to you know, allow a child or manipulate a child mm -hmm. into this and then pretend like they had nothing. I mean, there should be serious liabilities to these there, doctors there and stuff like be. that. And I can't comprehend that we live in a country that this is happening. This isn't happening in, in many of the countries on and all over the world. As a matter of fact, a lot of people are thinking, Americans, you're crazy to do this to children. And I just, Don, I can't comprehend it. I, I think if there's one thing I'll stay dedicated to is trying to stop this because I, in my mind, how have we gotten this evil that we allow this to happen to kids? And it just, it needs to stop. And it's, it's, it's something that no one should back away from. You're not homophobic for saying, no, we're not cutting the breast off of a 14-year-old. That's not homophobic. Yeah. That's actually the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they wanted to kill me for it. Got swatted six times. Um, have had, had so many threats of murder. One guy that pled guilty. Another guy, other people are on trial. Um, but that's the left, but yet they call us the extremists. Yes, no, no, they're, they're very tolerant if you agree with everything that they say, no matter how asinine. And what's right. interesting, you know, watching them eat their own, when someone who's with them like 99% yeah. of the way is like, wow, I don't necessarily agree with that one, and yeah. it's like, over. Like, oh, you just... by the way, Bill Maher attacks me constantly, trashes me on his show all the time. Yeah. Um, at least I find out because I see it on yeah. Twitter, but I don't watch it. But he, he trashes me all the time, but yet he says this stuff. He says we should stop this with kids. Yeah. He says these things, but why? Well, why, he gets the why does that Look, he's the him? voice of reason. That's the problem. Oh, okay. Like the conservative, we're so bad at this. Right. Like if we have someone like, like you don't give the arsonists who call the fire department a total pass. Right. Like we make the arsonists, <laughs> we make them the heroes because like they they had an epiphany or they stick it in their ratings or whatever it yeah. is that like maybe the bad shit stuff that we've been advocating for for years yes the shit that we've been throwing fuel on the fire with for decades like ah eh, maybe we took it a little too far right it's like you guys are the ones that started this shit like yeah. what do you mean now you like and we said they oh they're they're wonderful heroes we got to give them a total pass and two days later they're shitting on everything else that we believe in but yes. it's like we're making 
heroes of the people who honestly started a lot of this. Of course. And then you have like the crazy women on The View. I mean, they, yeah, they, regards, I mean. they love you. Oh, they love me. <laughs> I had a great time on The View because they think they're intelligent. <laughs> Oh, you know they what I mean? Do. Like I, I was on the View. I was doing my book, Triggered. Uh, I went on, uh, and like I just remembered, like the last thing I did before going on the show is like, you know, what? I'm gonna in case it goes really wrong. Now I'm sitting there being like, hey, you know, there's still some honor or decency here. Like right. if they're gonna ask me to come on to talk about my book, I know I'll take some shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like they'll maybe ask me a question, not one. Yeah. So they sort of went in and they went on a little bit more, and then hitting me, and then finally I was like, I, I googled right before like the dumbest things ever said or done on the View, and I was like, I had a list, and oh, like I, I threw it back, you know, the Joy Behar blackface stuff, and I had yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, and, you know, defending pedophile rapist mm-hmm. P- Roman Polanski, and I'm like, but that's this. not extreme. No, it's not extreme oh, at all. Extreme. But so I threw this back out at them, and like they lost their audience. Like, I said it, I literally said it the other night on the show, but I was like, if we had the outtake reel of the commercial breaks, Whoopi's out there motherfucking the the crowd. You, this isn't a Trump rally. I'm like, this is your people. Oh my God. It's like 150 people in the crowd. I got 10 10 tickets. So it was like, you know, it was 140 (laughs) to 10 against me. And like, they lost their crowd because people are like, Wait, you, you actually did that? Right. Why, why on earth would you do that? Yeah, and surprise, they couldn't surprise. Get, but they're ladies. so used to The problem with those shows, and, you know, they're given this pedestal. And, like, mm-hmm. they believe their own BS. Like, they're intelligent. And they, it's, it was their 5,000th episode of The View. And, like, no one had ever pushed back. Because I don't no. care. Like, I, sure, I'm there to sell a book. But if they don't have me back, guess what? I could care less. Right. Like, everyone else sort of folds and caves or doesn't go far enough. Yeah. Because they're like, I got to get invited back. Like, it's like, I don't need you people. Like, I no, can't break. absolutely like, I, not. I'll do this because it's sort of fun. And, like, you'll probably do something like this. And you're... Yeah. You're so dumb that like you're actually giving me an opening, and they're like they're gonna go in. You know, even the cons- you know the conservatives on the show. You know, yes. Megan McCain was hyperventilating into a paper bag in between. <laughs> it was like incredible. Like I wish we had the full footage of all of this stuff. That would be the greatest. No, it was no like it, oh, it was like ask Kimberly. Like it, it was like we're sitting there like are you kidding me? Like it's like I'm y'all here, should have recorded I'm here y'all with these thing. lunatics. I'm I'm totally outnumbered. Like you know what I mean? And it's like I'm fine. I'm here. I'm a big boy. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they couldn't handle it, but. They couldn't take someone finally pushing back against their stuff. And I guess that's probably why. How dare why, you? How dare why, you? Why do you that? don't get any. Like, they'll, they'll never debate you. No, but, you know, they, they can can't. attack you. And I mean, of and course. we've seen that. And, you know, they go after you. Like, they go after you for your Christian faith. Oh, yes. Like, that shouldn't be. Like, and tell us about that. Because, like, yeah. well, even in 2023, mm-hmm. even with, like, the batshit rules of the left and decorum or whatever the hell they pretend it is mm-hmm. these days, like, You'd think, like, I mean, we're still like a Judeo-Christian society, right? Yes. Like, you know, and then well, as much as they love it not to be, they don't talk about that. Because, I mean, I think it's important for people to understand just how vicious it is. It is. Well, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that any of those crazy women that are, like, my age and older that come and scream at me in public with their camera so they can show their five liberal friends that they yelled at yeah. MTG. Oh, yeah. You're so that, tough. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah I, I've had that a couple times. Well, they're like, you're a racist. Oh, it's going to go on you know, Instagram. White women. Like, they're white women. I'm pretty sure they all watch The View. Like, I'm oh, convinced. Yeah, I'm like, those are all view, view, view viewers. Um, but, yeah, no, they attack my Christian faith. And the whole thing they don't understand is I'm a Christian because I am a sinner. And I believe in God. And I'm so grateful that, you know, Jesus died on a cross to forgive me for my sins. That's what Christianity means. And it means that I don't judge others. And it means that I'm forgiven. And that's what my faith tells me. And that's what the Bible tells me. And I believe that wholeheartedly. But they attack me all the time using my religion against me. So when I have a sign outside in my hallway that says there's only two genders, male and female, trust the science, because they're the 
they're the party yes, of science. Yes, very scientific. Very, you know, the chromosomes. There's only two sets of chromosomes. That's science. I've, I've heard, listen, since we've been talking, there are new genders that have emerged <laughs> that even the people that made them up have no idea what they are. But they, they They're excited happened. to find there, out. There were thousands before, and there's like thousands plus three since, since we started this. Of course, this. of course. That's science. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, they attack my religion. They, they use Bible verses against me. That was, that was a lot of the vandalism that occurred where a Democrat member of Congress, his chief of staff, Tim Hysom, literally was arrested because he was caught on the, you know, the camera footage that mm -hmm. you people can't see yet that's in our office buildings. Um, he was caught on video literally vandalizing my sign over and over and over, and he would put uh, Bible verses, attack my faith, you know, mock me as a Christian for saying there's only two genders. And that's what they do, though. You yeah, know? And, if, and yet if, if you went after Elon Omar for her faith, oh, God it forbid. would be... Yep. God forbid. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the crowd. Even the guys in the room here are like, oh, hey, yeah. oh, hey. Yeah. Maybe we. <laughs> but, but isn't that the point? Like, why, why is it any different? Oh, because that's the double standard. Yeah. But here's the thing. So here's where I'm at. I don't care. I don't care. And I continue to say exactly what I think and I feel. And I continue to push back. And that's what you do, too. Mm -hmm. um, and we shouldn't care. And people at home shouldn't care. Because the problem is, is people were too silent for too long. Don, it was like political correctness was like a poison in the water. Yeah. It was like a poison that, that totally ruined the well. And everyone stayed silent. And you, you know, we went by the whole rule, oh, don't ever talk about politics or religion in, in, in public or in, in good company because that's offensive. Yeah. We might hurt someone's feelings. But that's what ruined our country is we, we did go politically correct. And we stopped arguing very important issues like gender. Um, like right from wrong, like, um, you know, borders that matter. I mean, those are, a border is a clear line. It isn't anything blurred. Yeah. It is literally, literally yeah, it a clear line. It shouldn't be that complicated. No, it shouldn't be. But somehow our borders are gone. Um, but that's what we did wrong. And we have mm -hmm. to come back to it. Doesn't mean we have to be hateful. It just, we just have to be honest. And I think that makes the difference. Right, so speaking of honesty, <laughs> okay, I think one of the things we got to talk about is sort of the DC process. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, to talk about that. I mean, even even again, I, and I call a spade a spade, right? We gotta we gotta you know call balls and strikes. Yep. You know, talk a little bit about that. What don't people know about even even in the Republican caucus? I mean, I know mm -hmm. you know you've become a powerhouse on the Republican side and fundraising, but you know, there's others that don't, and yet. I mean, we've had conversations about, well, if you don't raise this much money, you don't get a special thing, and you're in these meetings and retreats, and there's lobbyists mm -hmm. from all over. Like, mm -hmm. give the people you know, five minutes on what is really going on. What are they missing? Who really controls those purse strings? Mm -hmm. How corrupt is it? Because I think we, we actually have to have these conversations to hopefully mm -hmm. stop it. And it's going on on both sides, and right. I'll, I'll say that. But, like, there's so much... You know, going against small business because oh, yeah. you know they can't afford you know the lobbyists. They, don't have, they, they, they lobbyists. don't have their own lobbyists. No, they, they have talk about small that because I mean, I, you it. came in as this from a you know, yeah, construction background mm -hmm. and owning a small business, and then you know you're you're at some mm -hmm. retreat and like you start seeing how the sausage right. is made and it's ugly. Shocked, shocked me. So this is a lot what I'm going to be talking about in my book, cool. which I'm so excited about. Um, but I'll give everybody the short version. So here's what you don't know. Um, there aren't people representing you, you. 
there's lobbyists representing major corporations, major industries, and big interest. And a lot of the times the groups you may be paying your membership dues to, well, guess what? They're busy sending you fundraising emails, uh, fundraising text messages, um, and, and asking you for money all the time. But guess what? When the big fight is happening on the Hill, they're nowhere to be found. And that really disappointed me. And that was something I found out actually before I became a member of Congress when I witnessed the left lobbying heavily against our gun rights, but yet I didn't see our groups there. I was like, where's our groups in their color-coded t-shirts and organizing yeah. people to be there to stop it? They weren't there. And then something else I found out that, that blew my mind was, well, regular people, you're, the things you care about, no one is going in and having meetings with members of Congress and senators and demanding things that you care about protected but they are in there demanding it for the groups that they work for. And that's where lobbyists come into play. And there's all kinds of lobbyists. Lobbyists, some of them are very good and they're needed, um, but then some of them are there for very special interests and that will really heavily change the way your tax dollars are spent and the way special interests get, get funded that shouldn't be funded. And they're funded over and over and over every year again because the power of lobbyists but it's the, the real failure for America, and I believe it is a failure, is we have to run for Congress every two years, every two yeah. years. And, and it takes money to run, so that's a reality. We have to raise money for our campaigns because we have to put commercials on TV. We have to send mailers. We have to be able to sell our, our policy and, our, and what we've done in order to get reelected. That's just part of it. Yeah. It's a business. Politics is a, it's the biggest business there is, and it's gross. But the lobbyists are able to support members of Congress's uh, campaigns. And that's, I think that's where it's really sticky and gross. And if members of Congress and senators are getting their campaigns heavily funded through lobbyists um, and special interest fundraisers and donations, well, just ask yourself, who, who are they focused on? Are they, are they able to focus on their district at home, the people that voted to send them there? Mm -hmm. Or are they more focused on the lobbyists and the special interest groups that are stroking them those big yeah. checks? Um, and I'll tell you right now, and you all know it because you're so smart at home, $34 trillion in debt, I think you know who they're focused on. And that's a big problem. I, it is. And I, that's what I've always said. Even you know when people, well, Marjorie did this. I go, well, you don't. But you, I don't you take can say what you want. It. No, you don't. Yeah, but, I don't take any lobbyist money. You're one of the few people in Congress, even on our side, mm -hmm. that actually is in tune with your constituency. Absolutely. Which shouldn't, which, I mean, I guess it shouldn't surprise anyone, but it should surprise us in America that that could be the case. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? That they're like, oh, well, you know, I, I represent these people. They're supposed to be my neighbors. I have no idea what they actually mm -hmm. want. Like, and so people would give you a lot of crap. But I was like, you're actually fighting for the things that your mm -hmm. constituency want, not what those lobbyists were. You don't take those dollars. That's even no. beyond that. So, but... It was shocking to me to see how many Republicans would be like, well, but Marjorie did, I go, listen, you can say what you want and you can have, you know, a philosophical uh, disagreement or whatever, but like, she is actually one of the few people doing what her constituency wants. That's right. And like, I think we need more of that. I think it's a good thing. Actually, uh, I think Washington, D.C. was a little surprised to find out that the things that I was saying that they were shocked by and were calling extreme and and just so offended by, guess what? Most of America feels that way. And not only just my district, um, people all over the country. And that really came out when I got kicked off committees. Those first three months, I was, an, I think I was the number one fundraiser in Congress. Wow. 
after I got kicked off yeah. committees and the letters, well, and then, the then, letters I received. But then they came back to you. Oh. All of a sudden, now, oh, oh yeah. Marjorie, yeah. hey, you're raising some money. They're how, like, how did you like a committee? <laughs> oh, no, but, but that's. Yeah. They felt, well, so, they also like, found out they couldn't so say dirty. bad things about me. Yeah, because so you had a seat at the table because you paid your dues right away. You well, were able to do that because they went whereas back some of these schmucks, like, they can't do it because they, they have no organic yeah. movement. So, so something else that happened is a lot of Republican members that were blasting me and saying bad things, only some that voted to kick me off committees, mm -hmm. they found out when they went back home, they got lit up by their voters for attacking me and for saying bad things about me. Or they got phone calls to their office and say, are you supporting Marjorie Taylor Greene? Because we agree with her. She is saying what we think yeah. and feel. And, and that happened too. Um, but I think that's changed a lot. And I, I do think it's changed. And I give, and I'll give, here's another place I'll give Kevin McCarthy credit is he was one person that started listening to me. Um, because after I found out from Devin Nunes that here's the truth. Yeah. I, I started going and talking to him. I, I'd go in his office. We'd meet once a week. And I really wanted to talk with him and tell him, look, this is what people want from Republicans. Because mm -hmm. I want a Republican Party that is successful and is America first. And if I can tell Kevin McCarthy, this is what people want, this is what America first means, then we can make the Republican Party and help it be the party that truly mm -hmm. saves America, Don, because that's, that's what I believe in. I love and that. and I think it's made a difference, and I have to give him credit for listening to me and listening to some of our friends that yeah. that he was smart to hire, um, because I think people are really happy with Speaker McCarthy, you know, th thus far, and we need him to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, no, it's interesting. After I did the interview here, they're like, "Oh, like maybe we'll give him a chance." It's like, yeah, great. Like, I, I mean, you know, you're doing yeah. the, you, your experience is sort of a unique one because you know, like, I'm not going to pretend like he wouldn't be thought of as establishment, right. but that doesn't mean you can't change. And if you have enough people like yourself right. who are in there, the results speak for themselves. The fact that you are raising that kind of organic mm -hmm. grassroots dollars, yes. like maybe you know something. And if they're then willing to actually listen and change, I think that's important. And we got to embrace that 100%. along with the rest of what, you know, the realities of what is DC. Right. Because Hitler, think about it like this. Ever, there was a lot of people attacking him and in going into the speaker's race and during that week, and they're attacking him. And look, I'm the one on record for calling him a feckless C-word. So I, I at one time <laughs> called him that. So well, look, but that was know. based on misinformation, exactly. it seems. Right? They were even the Republicans <laughs> I, were lying to you. Yeah, I don't hold that. But that's the game. Right, you know, that's that, the that's game. The, people don't understand it. Yeah. Oh, you mean someone told me something that wasn't true, even people I like? Yep. Like, it's, it's reality. Politics. It's dirty. It's, you, you know, you... You got to shower after you deal with some of these people. Exactly, but here's also something else: people, our people, people all over the country need to realize if we constantly want to defeat someone um, because we've been told not to like them, then we're hurting our own country. What we want to do is we want everyone, yeah. to, we want the Republican conference in in the House to get on the same page, and that to be the America First policy agenda. Because, and we have to be successful, whether we like them or don't like them, we need to be successful. And the reason why we want to be successful in our majority is because it helps the whole country. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we need to be successful in our majority is because we have to win in 2024. We have to win the White House. We have to win the Senate because our Republican majority in the House will never mean anything if we don't have the House or the Senate. So how do we do that? I mean, you know, I, I feel like in national elections right now, we're up against a lot. 
you we're know, up when we're up against a, a ballot harvesting machine. They got a two-month-long election day. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a feeling, you know, the, the people that elected the vegetable senator from Pennsylvania, uh, you know, I have a feeling that a lot of the people that, you know, cast those ballots probably couldn't tell you who's on the ballot for the Senate in He's Pennsylvania. He's back in the hospital, by the way. Uh, you know, and I, w I wish him well. I don't mean yeah, him. No, I don't, we do wish I don't him mean well. him any harm. Right. But, like, I could see that a mile away, and I was criticized for being an ableist, meaning yeah. I'm discriminating against someone with disabilities for expecting a United States senator to have yeah. basic cognitive Absolutely. function. Absolutely. I don't think that's negotiable. No, it's uh, not. You can call me whatever the fuck you want. Like, it, right. like that's a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. And yet, oh, oh, it's terrible. It's, like, it's like, the well, ability to do the job. Yeah. Like, we need someone that is thinking really well. Yeah, I mean, no, I guess they, we've which set a bad precedent for, for that. Which is impeachment for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and again, you know, even that, like, I, wanna, I don't want to take our eyes off, you know, shiny object. Like, right. I want to I get to the bottom of all of these things yeah, and, of and figure it out. So, you know, we, we, that, and that's why we get distracted with some of these. I mean, frankly, it looks like the left is throwing Biden under the bus right now anyway, because they've had enough of the incompetence, whether it's Maybe. China, whether it's the documents. It seems like awfully coincidental. That it, How much can they tolerate, like, I wonder? There are, no, but again, that could be the shiny object to yeah. distract from actually getting stuff done on these investigations. Right. No, the investigations are huge, but how do we how do we go forward in 2024? I love it that your dad said ballot harvesting. Oh heck yeah! We yeah, are we, we have to play yes. the game. Hey, if I would love rules, single day legal, paper ballots, oh, voter ID, but too. you can't do that right. until you actually have the power to do that. That's you don't right. get the power to do it unless you win. And right now, you're incapable of winning unless you play on the battlefield that's been laid out by the other side. Ballot like they harvesting. weaponized COVID, they weaponized all these things to make these things mm -hmm. happen. Constitution be damned, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're, you know, again, you're, you're, right. you're a bad name if you point out the obvious and the flaws, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, we have to play that game until we can, and then we, we can get. We want drop boxes at church. We want them at Trump rallies. We want yeah. them everywhere. We're going to put them everywhere. And so, yeah, we will be doing all those mail-in ballots and going and collecting as many as we can until the cutoff date. Um, no, that's 100%. That has to happen. Uh, another thing we have to do is we have to vote. There's a lot of people that are pissed off. And they they want us vote. to be discouraged, by the way. Oh, they, they want, want us to take to. our ball they to go home. They want you to quit. They want you to quit. Don't ever quit. Don't quit. I mean, it's like it's like sitting on the sideline watching a battle raging in front of you going, I am not going to fight. Absolutely yeah. not. I won't fight. Well, you know, you can't win if you don't fight. Yeah. And you can't win if you don't vote. Um, so vote a lot. <laughs> vote, <laughs> vote legally. Uh, legally. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just claim. Do, do what the Democrats are doing. Okay, yeah. like maybe follow that, their model. Know. Yeah, follow their model. Uh, so to, to finish up, because I, I think I'm actually looking forward to the book because I want to. We're yeah. going to have to talk again because oh, I want to. Be I want to unpackage the swamp and the oh, you know so the, the smoke-filled rooms and and all of that. But uh, if there's one piece of legislation that you could get through Congress in the mm. next, what, what would it be? Protect Children's Innocence Act. That's the one I want. Yeah, the one that they call you a terrible The one they I, try I, to kill uh, me for. I think that's worth passing. If the left is trying to kill me because I introduced a bill to stop children from, from being just mutilated before they grow up, yeah, that one's worth passing. I like that. Yeah. I, I listen, I, and I, I think it's a worthy one. And as someone who, I guess I was number two when, I had, when my father was president, I had a Secret Service detail. Like, I think I was the number two most threatened person under their like, wow. protection after him. I guess because I have you know, a platform and I'm not afraid to use it. And I right. say what many of us are thinking. And I, I can do that without job. fear of replying. I think you do a great job. And I, you know, again, I think it's why they come after you the way they do. Because they fear someone 
who's representing the people, but someone who also speaks like the people mm -hmm. and with the people. Like, I get it. Like, I, I'm the son of a billionaire from New York City. Like, I'm not supposed to understand regular people, but, like, my hobbies, whether it's shooting, hunting, fishing, like, like my friends are just regular Americans yeah. across the country, and they always has been. And so for me, when, when DJT got into politics, I was in my late 30s. It was, like, freeing. I was like, oh, you mean I don't have to pretend to put on a, you know, the monkey suit and go sit in a boardroom? And, like, it wasn't necessarily me. I could do it. I could play the game and whatever it was, but, like, this was different, and it, it didn't matter. So I want to make sure we give those people a voice. It would have been a lot easier to not do that right. and to not get involved. But now that we're in the game, and if we can do it effectively, I think that's really important. That's, yeah, I mean, that's part of why I'm doing this show. Again, yeah. it was easier to be a real estate developer from New York. Right. Uh, but now that we're in the game, now that my eyes have been opened, because they, you know, I sort of, again, I had yeah. all sorts of, you know, I believe the rose-colored glasses story about America and everything oh, in the free, yeah. and I got to like seeing it, and I was a fly on the wall. I'm like, oh my God, it's a big lie. It is. Like, we gotta, we gotta fight for that. So that's a big part of this show. Mm -hmm. uh, Marjorie, thank you. Uh, so much for being on here. I look forward to, A, the book, and I look forward to uh, talking about those stories because I imagine mm -hmm. we could do like another, oh. well, like over 90 minutes. Absolutely. Uh, 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 on, we could probably do like three hours yes. on that one alone. So I look forward to it. You guys, yeah. I want to thank you uh, for being a part of the show as well. I want to thank our sponsors. I do have to do that because they have to understand that, it, again, it takes guts to sponsor a show like this. It takes guts to sort of put money behind a conservative cause. So I want to thank uh, the guys at GoldCo. Uh, if you're looking to diversify your portfolio, if you're looking to protect against some of the insanity, you could roll over your 401k or IRA into precious metals and safeguard your savings. There's so much of what we can do and so much of it's happening before our very eyes. It just seems like a great option. So go to gold.donjr.com gold.donjr.com. Check them out. Uh, see for yourself. Just look into it. You know, you don't have to do anything. I don't even, like, look into it and just see if it's a viable option for you. Let them know you're coming from me. That's how you can do it. Uh, it actually, donjrgold.com, donjrgold.com. Check them out. And for those of you who have W-2 employees, uh, go to Max Refund. Uh, again, you can get back $26,000 per employee. You can do that uh, if you're a small business and are hiring through uh, ERC credits and such. So visit maxrefund.com slash Don Jr. Uh, to qualify now. Uh, again, I think it seems like a no-brainer, right? You guys should be taking advantage of these services. If you're a small business and you're the lifeblood of this country and keeping those things going, like utilize those resources. So again, maxrefund.com slash Don Jr to qualify today. You guys are the best, and we'll see you on Monday. I think uh, we got another exciting, uh, you know, MAGA female uh, on Monday. We're, awesome. we're gonna have uh, Carrie Lake uh, oh, yeah. talking about all these things, so that should be a really fun one. I look forward to seeing you Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Thank you guys, you're the best. And I'm gonna sign off here, but I'm gonna go over to Locals uh, for a few minutes, try to take some of your one-on-one -on -one questions. Uh, hopefully that'll be fun, so if you haven't been on that platform, uh, check it out today. For those of you who have been regulars there, uh, thanks, and I'll, I'll see you over there in a few minutes. Awesome. Woohoo! <laughs>